What's up, everyone? Welcome what's up, back. What's up? what's up, what's up? Welcome to Timmy's Podcast, your favorite podcast. Best podcast in Goshen. Uh, there may be other podcasts, no but yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I'm. If you're not watching the YouTube video, go check it out right now because the scenery is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I see that background. It's another level here. Um, oh, so nice. It's so gorgeous. Look at how the mountain just kind of drops off down there. Oh, my word. Yeah. It's like, why did the mountain stop there? Yeah. Well, I because God decided. Like, yeah, it's just, just a full mountain, and there's like, nah. Nah, here we done. go. It's like, yeah, you got to get, get up to the mountain, maybe. You got to find a way. It's gorgeous. Check out the YouTube video. I got my guest, Danny, well, here. Well, a mountain's not a mountain if it doesn't stop. Oh, right? I have no clue. Otherwise, it's just land. That's true. It's got to, like, a oh. hard cut off, huh? Uh, Danny, welcome. Thank you. How's it going? You've been a guest. Fantastic. You've been a guest multiple times, I yep. think. Maybe yeah. once or twice, for sure. But I was, like, a co-guest one time, right? You did the one where we were at the conference in Orlando. We've done the one where we talked about Bill Gates. We always talk about Bill Gates. I think I talked about him. The last time. You guys, I haven't even thought about Bill Gates in that, <laughs> since that podcast. It's a great podcast. It's called looking for more Bill Gates. Yeah, that's check, all I got. That's all I, I don't know got. anything else about him. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Bill Gates is racist. It's That's the title. You'll love it. It's uh, Eugenics. Or maybe it's Bill Gates is probably racist. I don't remember what I said, but it's a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Daniel, we don't have to talk about Bill Gates this time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. dude, I'm, I'll talk about whatever you want. What yeah. do the people of Goshen want? Ah, uh, dude. Is that your audience? Mostly Goshen? Um, I'm not sure. I look at the statistics and it's... It's bumping. It's hardcore bumping. Hardcore. Like, it's crazy the views that are happening. But Millions? I'll get stuff from like, eh, not there yet. Yeah. Maybe maybe after this episode. I think so. I think so. Obviously. Uh, With that scenery? <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, we're bumping the quality up come here. Give yeah. the people what they want. Um, I have like people from Canada who listen, people from Australia who listen. Oh, wow. Like regularly. Uh, How do they find it? Do you no know? Clue. Just, no just clue. Just got the views. Are you maybe? Are they on VPN? Maybe they could be on VPN. That could be a, a legit one. Dude, it could be cool. like legitimately, legitimately in Australia. I have friends in those places. That could be part of it. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking is, for a long time, when I was just doing a podcast with my buddy Lincoln, we would do titles to our episodes. We we COVID happened. Yeah. I, I didn't have. It did happen. I didn't have. I people. can verify that <laughs> it did. I I was doing long form podcasts before that with people, but okay. that kind of like put a damper on it right away. COVID did. COVID did. I people Why? didn't want to come over. Oh, because you do them in I'm, person. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, because I think in person is way better than yeah. Zoom. That's yeah, my personal no opinion. Yeah. But um, COVID happened, so I'm talking to my roommate, and he's like, "Let's just do a show every single day called Daily Content, and we'll document our life that, of COVID." Yeah. So we did one every single day, every weekday. Monday through Friday for like 18 months straight. Jeez. And so about halfway through, we started titling our episodes, just whatever we wanted to title. Oh, they weren't titled? No, it was like daily content, and then it was the date. Daily content, the date. Like 315, 317, as as COVID was happening, yeah. Hmm. And then uh, we switched the titles, and I've gotten one of my largest viewed episodes is the worst bridesmaid speech ever. Oh, yeah. Or no, the best bridesmaid speech ever. I did two episodes, one that's the worst, one that's the best. That's my most downloaded episode. What I was it? Um, like you were evaluating one or you no, just told it, a story of it? It was, we were being, uh, we were being ironic because we were talking about the worst bridesmaid speech we've ever heard before and we called it the best bridesmaid speech ever. Oh, because, so, because it's the worst, it's the best. Yeah, yeah it was awful. Too. So we, yeah. And then were you we there in one. person? I was there in person. What yeah. was it about? Oh, the lady, it was a, she gets up and all she talks about is herself and then just throws the bride underneath the no oh, like multiple times like i can't believe you're even married i wouldn't <laughs> you ever got married before me like things like that you know she's like 
throwing out her insecurities on her. Just like, <laughs> in front of like 600 people. Uh, yeah, it was it was tough. tough. You got to be careful who you choose as your yeah. bridesmaid. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> dude, I got, I had groomsmen in my wedding that blocked me on Facebook. Wow. 100%. Wow. So like, got married in, and right the one, the and, and I felt like the reason I asked him to be a groomsman was kind of for him. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he not to be mean, mad but I, if you wouldn't have. Not that he would be mad, but he kind of expected it. Yeah, and uh, I was too nice. But yeah. now every picture, so dude, I don't. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, he blocked he, me because he doesn't like what I say well, about Bill he, Gates. Yeah, I was gonna say he thinks Bill Gates isn't racist. <laughs> he loves Bill Gates. <laughs> he was so ticked. For He's sure. like, I'm done with but this. I had two people. Yeah, yeah. He blocked me, and then two people who flew from Ohio to my wedding in Florida blocked me. Wow. And I hadn't talked to them. They just seen my Facebook posts. And they blocked you. And I don't even say much. I just like don't agree yeah. with them. They went crazy. Right. You know, during was it COVID. during COVID? Yeah. Hundred percent. Everyone COVID lost friends like, in COVID. Yeah, it was very plural. Or everyone lost fake friends. Yeah. In COVID. Yeah, it just kinda of weeded out a lot of the yeah. stuff that happened during the time. Yeah. yeah. You didn't really need them, let's nah. be honest. If they're gonna block you, it's like you're living in their head at that point. Yeah, and yeah. I mean if they block you for that then they weren't really your friend. Right. So it's just kind of right, yeah, obvious. If it, yeah, if I, I would talk to you if I, you know what I mean? If I felt like, yeah, you said. I tried to reach out to them, you know what I mean? And I was like, just like, Hey, like, let's, What's let's up? have a good discussion about our disagreements. Cause that's what good friendships do is they can talk about things they disagree on yeah. and they can have disagreements that don't, um, eradicate the friendship. Cause you know, there's more than just what we agree. If you just want to be friends with people that agree with you on everything, yeah. then you just want to be friends with yourself. Yeah. You'll end up being lonely cause everyone's like you. Yeah. There's no, like, there's no, uh, uh growth. Challenge, challenge, growth, like diversity of opinion and thought. I mean, there's things I don't believe. I believe now that I didn't believe then that some of my friends would have believed back then and I would have disagreed with them, but right. now I believe it right. cause you're never a hundred percent right. Yeah, so you change, you grow. To block people that disagree with you because you disagree with them is like you're assuming you're 100% right yeah it's like it's childish yeah, stupid but and that's not even about them I just know like a lot of people Who did that the experience the same thing like I would say that and they're like yeah I got blocked by like my brother yeah. or sister I was like that's way worse dude yeah um, so anyways that happened oh, but the point is is that uh, my wife also had bridesmaids and who like don't ever talk to her like just yeah. not even like and it's like man we like feel pressured to add bridesmaids you gotta be careful who you add though yeah. you gotta be careful they don't make someone whoever gave that speech probably gave that speech because the bride was compelled to make them the maid of honor yeah somehow like they were friends since kindergarten or something right. i think that was in the speech yeah like they were probably friends since kindergarten and then she's like i have to make her my maid of honor but she, they're probably not really close yeah and so all that's there is envy and now you have that on your day. And that's tough. I mean, it was a nice thing to do, but, yeah. like, dude, it was you can't awkward. appease envious people right. by giving them what they want. You do that, and then a podcaster goes to your wedding and then talks dude, about and it. Dude, and then it's and his it's most viewed episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all anybody remembers about your wedding, <laughs> yeah, dude. <exactly. laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's kind of how I get some of my listeners, or had got some of my, that was my marketing uh, That ploy. drew in the people from mm -hmm. Australia. Yeah. Yeah, Makes they were sense. trying to figure out how to give a bridesmaid speech and then heard an awful story and just delved deep down into who right. is this bridesmaid. I mean, hey, it's memorable. Yeah. It's, but now you can I, laugh about it. Yeah, yeah. My marketing approach now is um, 
tagging people on Facebook and hitting their audience. Mm. So when that's I'll, not going to do much work for you. I know. Yeah, all your friends are blocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I'm not active very yeah. much. But no, that's totally fine. I did just add friends for the first time in like two years. Really? I hadn't added a friend in two years. Then yesterday, literally yesterday, maybe because I was going on the podcast, I wanted to increase my network. <laughs> yeah. For you. Yeah. Thank you. Is that your number one marketing? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know why I did it. I just was like I want to build my network. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just connect back on. And yeah, I don't get on Facebook very often. I'm probably going to delete Instagram. That's what I've been thinking. I like yeah? Twitter way more than Instagram. So Ooh. You don't like Twitter? I've been off Twitter for f- five years yeah. for very, for different reasons. But yeah. I, uh, I don't miss it. I don't Elon miss Musk it. Kicked you off? No, 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 no. I just got, I kicked myself off. I don't miss it Lecrae at all. blocked you. It's crazy. Like, done with Lecrae did block me. That is crazy. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about Lecrae that. Was Lecrae in your wedding? No, oh, okay. he wasn't the guy. <laughs> he was but some people say he looks like him. So really? I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just something I have with Lecrae look like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, and he was a Christian rapper. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I got off Instagram at the beginning of 2021. I got off Twitter in 2018. And I don't miss any of that. I'm only on Facebook, and I'm barely on it. That's nice. And it's been really nice. That's like clean living right there. Like kind of is. Uh, outside of the Matrix at that point. Oh, the Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah, Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Tate. Did you know he was from Goshen? No. Yes. He's from Romania. Well, Romania, well he kidding. lives in Romania now. Like He lived in Goshen? He lived in Goshen during when he was younger and played chess. And I was part of that, not specific chess team, but I was part of like that league where, where we all played chess. No, what? He's a couple years older than me, so I don't know if I ever played against him. Wow. But I'm sure I played against people who played against him. You That's know, crazy, or yeah. was taught. Did you see him beat Piers Morgan in chess? Yeah, I did watch that. Was, that that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Dude, he's good. Yeah, he's I've been playing chess, like trying so to play good. it again because I was in a chess club. Mm-hmm. Have you played recently? Um, Do you still play? I played recently. I play a little bit, not. Do no. you like memorize the moves? Yeah. No, I just. That's a lot. Follow my heart. <laughs> so I feel like I'm this sure horse needs to go over here yeah. next to this bishop. Playing chess off of feelings is probably not a good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't win very Isn't that the real test for whether feelings work? Yeah. Like play chess they with don't. feelings. Yeah, they you're don't. getting checkmated. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, though. It's fun. That's crazy, though. I didn't know he was from Goshen. Yeah, his dad moved. Uh, and I think he probably worked in, I'm not sure where he worked, but I bet it was the RV industry that brought him. That brings a lot of people to Goshen. Really? Yeah. There's money there. It's money to be made. Tom Raper. Yeah. <laughs> it sells RVs. Raper RVs, dude. Yeah. All over Indiana. Yeah. That's crazy. Not, not as much, I don't think, now, but for a Is there a time. worse name than Tom Raper? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, so I know and that. is it a worse outcome? Is there a worse outcome than being named Tom Raper and selling RVs? Uh, no. But somehow he was successful. So like, what does that say about Indiana? Uh, it tells it tells you a lot. <laughs> I don't know about our culture. Dude, Indiana's crazy. It's yeah. uh, Tom Raper RV sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy anything but Raper RVs. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't That's a Raper crazy. RV. I yeah. buy. <laughs> nah, I don't. Uh, I don't mess with those non-Raper RVs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, it's yeah. It's wild. I, I yeah. Um, we do. We do a lot. Indiana's known for meth and RVs. <laughs> And they go hand in hand. Somehow, like, yeah, yeah. Raper, Breaking Bad was a big moment. Raper's like the middle of that Venn diagram yeah. right there, probably. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. anyways, Danny, you, you've been on here multiple times. Yeah. Um. And so we're both here at a conference, and this is the time to podcast. Yeah, for sure. This is dude. it. Dude. What do you want to talk about, bro? I'm down to talk about anything. Well, give some people a little bit of backstory of who you are and where you're from, just so that they know. 
from Florida. Yeah. So that's why these mountains are amazing me. You know. Crazy. It's yeah, it's still wild. Doesn't look real. Doesn't. Feels like a green screen. It feels like a yeah. As in Florida, all we have is flat land mm-hmm. and the dump. <laughs> we call it the Crapalation Mountains, <laughs> and uh, and then we got the beach. Yeah. But that's all. That's all we got. Um, yeah, so I'm from Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised, right? Born and raised. I got a wife, two kids, a three-year-old and a seven-month-old as of two days ago. Um, it's both beautiful daughters, so I'm surrounded by beautiful girls, which uh, is crazy. I didn't ever really think I'd be a girl dad, yeah. but I am. And uh tell you what, it really makes you want to be a man really fast because you got to be a better man than any guy that they run into in their life Mm. it's like that's my i gotta be a better man than any guy they run into so that they're not compelled by something they didn't have from me yeah and that's like until until the time's right so like it's actually a really nice i just got deep off the intro but yeah you did it's true i mean being a girl dad you're like i these guys these girls are precious and and uh that's a responsibility for me to show them what a man looks like and i gotta be the best at that and that means I kind of have to sacrifice what I would be comfortable with, right? You know? And uh, yeah, so that's about that's what I'm going through. Other than that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like you're going through it pretty deep right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, partial owner of a coffee shop, Old Florida Coffee Co. Yep, um, that's been really cool. DeSantis came by the shop and the, visited since, since the last time we talked, right? Yes, yeah, that was, was pretty wild. Well, you were on a meeting. Yeah, but I think I was I was I was in the meeting at my house, and so I feel like I was. We had podcasted in person, and then I think it was like a month after that. Yeah, it's a month or two after that. Because we were all on a meeting, and I was at the other office of the software company, yep. WM Tech, we which we work them. with. Yep. Um, and uh, and my dad, who's the CEO of WM Tech, was on our call at the coffee shop. At the coffee shop. And then he freaks out in the middle of the call going, I got to go. DeSantis is in the office. Yeah. And he was I, talking to me. He was telling me it was something about sales and then just yeah. stops. Boom. Yeah. And he's off. And I'm like, shoot, I got to go too. <laughs> you so I get off and I had to drive 10 minutes and I just missed him. Oh, I was man. so bummed. But he got to connect with my dad and took a picture, put it yeah. on the gram. If you go to DeSantis's channel right now. Instagram channel. Scroll down to like, I don't know. What, I don't know. March. When was August? March? Was it March? Is it that long ago? It was March or... You go on my Facebook Maybe. plug. Yeah, there we go. Go on my Facebook. I, I reposted it. You can see DeSantis post a picture of my dad, plugs Old Florida Coffee Co., and then puts it in his bio yeah. um, for like two months. If you went to DeSantis's Instagram, it was Old Florida Coffee Co. right in the bio. No way. Yeah, his, the, just the website. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, sick. Just right on his bio. So, And we didn't even know he was coming. Yeah, he just came out of nowhere. Apparently, they've been or- his assistant had been ordering our coffee because we it. ship nationwide. And <laughs> they'd been ordering and they loved it. And then they, when they came to Fort Pierce, she came by a day before and then she had to bring them. She wanted to bring them. So, yeah. really cool, dude. Because we- Did she find out you, about you guys? How'd she find out about you guys? No clue. Know. And then she was ordering coffee and then she wanted to visit. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this is the place. And, and she then, loved it when she visited. No way. So the next day she brought back DeSantis. Well, you guys were like pretty rebel. When did you open the coffee shop? 2020. 2021. 2021? Yeah. yeah. February like 12th, 13th. You guys got a lot of hate for not wearing masks in yeah. the coffee shop. Yeah, because everyone wore masks back then. Uh-huh. And uh, even all the businesses wore masks because there was a, technically a St. Lucie County mandate still in mm-hmm. our county. So like DeSantis hadn't revoked 
the county's ability to do that but it was like you, they couldn't penalize it so it was basically just fear like there was no real repercussions yeah but all the businesses downtown wore masks and they made all the people wear masks you know it was the whole thing and so it was like revolutionary when we opened like not only did we not force you to wear masks but none of our employees wore masks yeah and uh which was totally normal 18 months before that yeah well i mean it was abnormal to wear masks like it was like i remember when i was a kid you'd see like uh chinese people come and visit yeah um and they'd all be wearing masks and it was so weird like it was like why are they wearing masks because it was just abnormal but now it's like yeah so that was big but it honestly it was it was controversial to a minority of people the majority of people walked in and saw the smiling faces and then they'd take their mask off because mm. they realized I don't have to wear my mask here. Yeah. Which means it has nothing to do with you being fearful of transmission and everything to do with you being fearful of social pressure. Mm. Because as soon as the social pressure was gone, the fear was gone. So like these people weren't afraid majority. There's some who were afraid of the virus transmission they were afraid of, they had social anxiety of That's social pressure they would get mad at them if they weren't yeah they didn't masks. want conflict they just wanted to go through life without conflict yeah so you know I know like we never wore masks and so we weren't about to be hypocrites and say well because we don't want to deal with now our business is on the line right now we're gonna not wear masks and people loved it dude yeah so we had some bad reviews Yelp tried to kill us. That was really? crazy, dude. They we had like fifty reviews in the first month. We blew up really fast, and like three of them on Yelp were one stars because we didn't wear masks. And it was like they're gonna they're gonna kill people or you know right. whatever they say. Grandma killers. Right, yeah, right. and the forty seven of those fifty reviews were unverified by Yelp, so they would hide them and it wouldn't apply to our overall. And they left the three that were one star for masks. No way. And the three that were one star for masks, I looked up their guidelines as to whether they like were following their guidelines. The guidelines were they had to have an existing account, had to review other organizations and a profile picture and other stuff. There was tons of five star reviews that all met that criteria that they hid. And almost, I think only one of the three star, one star reviews had the met criteria. the criteria. Wow. So it was completely, and here's the thing about Yelp, which is even worse, you can't remove your listing. So it's not uh, like I can choose whether to use them. They control it. They yeah. They it, somehow they can assume it. I don't know how honestly because yeah. we asked them to remove our likeness from their site. Yeah. Because it's technically our company and they're they're profiting from our co- company being there and then they're using their their algorithm yeah. to basically or bias destroy or our company. Yeah. yeah. The bias is in the algorithm, but I was like. So can we not remove, they can't remove likeness. Like they would not, we can remove ownership of it, but our shop's still going to be there with like a 3.2 star review when really we have a 4.9 star. Wow. And the only one stars were because people were upset that we didn't wear masks. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. And now we're in 2023, masks are not a thing. And now, now they're saying masks were never effective. Right. Which by the way, they were already saying that pre-2020. Right. There was tons of studies that said masks are not effective to, to reduce viral transmission. Mm. Not only that, in 2020, anyone with a brain could see this thing still catching on. Everyone's wearing masks, yet this virus is still going around. Yeah. And somehow they blamed There's it on Miami. so much. There was, yeah, Miami. There was the same, well, because the same, there was so much information flying that it was hard to even understand what was true and what it was. Because there was so, yeah. there was just so much information coming at me during yeah. that time. I'm like what is going on? Well, it was a, they were truth. just blasting people mm-hmm. with like information and then validating it as a fact, so that you didn't have a lot of room or time 
to find out whether that's legitimate. Right. So they use this like scientific authority to just say, if you doubt this, you're an idiot. And by the way, here's the next fact. So by the time they're on the next fact, you're like four facts back just yeah. to fact check that fact. Yeah. And it was like, but honestly though, you had to just be logical because you had to kind of ignore what they're saying and use your use your logic because there's something to be said about common sense and logic, mm. which is just that like one, I can't pass a virus to you by being here. I could be this close to you. I have to put droplets on you to pass a virus. That's just true. Like I have to cough or sneeze or lick my hand and touch you. Right. right? Which is not socially acceptable Period. anyways in most places. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of a place where that's socially acceptable. Yeah. Uh, maybe Joe Biden, yeah. the white house yeah, Maybe seems to be anyways, uh, <laughs> that, yeah. So, I mean, those are just, that's just logic. Um, and then like other logical fallacies were that the fact that the virus particles were small enough to fit through the mask hole, like you can't block the virus particles with a mask because the openings, uh, when you put a microscope on it, is like putting a tennis ball through like a giant hole. No, uh, like, yeah, it was just like stuff like that. Yeah. It, and I mean, this is all stuff I was like, well studied on back because my family was all on the same page. We were like. This is ridiculous. Like yeah. we were, we were doing a painting project, right? Where my dad's painting the cabinets and he's using a paint spray gun and he has a mask on a really good mask, by the way, not the, you know, like a, a legit mask. Yeah. And he op opens up, he's got paint all over his face. Wow. So how did that happen? Yeah. He's telling me paint is a, paint's a smaller particle or a bigger particle than like, viral transmission. Yeah. So the, po the point is it's all completely ridiculous. Yeah. And then like you got the plastic, but because we're scared to question the societal norm, because we have to take a step out and be the ones that are in the limelight when we do that. And that means we have to know what we know and they want you to question common sense. So they put this social pressure on you to just fall in line because they're making common sense look like it's the conspiracy theory you yeah. know what i mean and i think that fear is is all it was it's like otherwise more people would have done it they would have just been like now nah, we're not gonna yeah. wear the mask and i mean honestly i see a lot of people that are like masks were dumb that were wearing masks yeah you know what i mean like yeah. now that the things have changed yeah now that the social pressure's gone yeah. it's like no one's wearing a mask and i mean Anyways, I know the vi the vaccine came too, and that's a whole other discussion. But um, point is to to go back. We started the coffee shop in that environment, and that's when I realized it was 100% social pressure mm. because people would take off their masks as they came in and saw they had, saw smiling faces. It was like back to normal. It was yeah. such a refreshing thing. It's like for a them. home thing for them. Yeah, it was like okay, there is a place where we could just go and have a good time and not be judged for the political stance we take, not be judged for whether we wear a You could wear a mask. We weren't going to judge you. Because yeah. I, I did go to a couple shops that were like hardcore conservative during the COVID era. They didn't wear masks and they were like judging you. Like they, yeah, they were there like, judge the liberals, frick you. I'm yeah. not going to. And we were just like not focusing on it. It was not a focus of our attention. We just wanted to give you a really good experience, make really good coffee, and then you to connect with the community because that's what a coffee shop's about. That's the reason we started it. Not just to sell coffee, but to have a community place where people can get together and connect. And that's what our, our town needed. And it's needed that for a long time, so we weren't going to let COVID stop that. And, and it turned out it was really like a perfect good. time to probably start a coffee shop, too. Oh, yeah. People needed it more than ever. Yeah. yeah. Community so anyways, that's I'm partial owner of that. Um, that's been really fun. We want to grow it. We just haven't had time really yeah. to focus on it. Um, yeah, other than that, man, I just, I like thinking about things. I like thinking critically. Um, 
I don't like the status quo unless yeah. it makes sense. So yeah, you like diving into things and thinking about stuff. Yeah. Do you think? Um, here's a question. Do you think because of COVID, people are uh, starting to question the status quo a little bit more? Yes, but I like uh, some. Some people are. I think more and more people woke up the further they try to push it. That's how I felt. Mm. Like, I remember when they were pushing masks, and I was like, this is literally just a test run for the vaccines. Mm. Before they'd even talked about vaccines, it was, I was like, they're going to try to get you to do the mask, but then soon they're going to do the same thing with the vaccine. And then that's that's a totally different thing. That's a civil liberty. Like, they're going to try to pressure you to just inject something into your body and then restrict you from getting things if you don't. That's a whole other line to cross. They did. They crossed it, obviously. But I think each wave of that pressure led more people to wake up that's that's how i feel because eventually you show your hand so much like things are so hypocritical that people are gonna wake up yeah but also the other side of me is like they i've been following conspiracies for a while you know and i've been following since like 2012 i remember if that's the first time i heard about the new world order and studying 9 11 and all of that and i was like man like no one knew about it no one talked about it no one questioned these things and so more people are now but it's because they're showing more it's like reve- they're revealing more so it's so obvious like it's be- it's honestly crazy to me if you don't question it hmm. how much is out there like the amount of hypocrisy if you don't question it then you just don't want to question it yeah. you want that comfort of knowing you don't want to rock the boat everything's fine everything's fine you're just going to keep telling yourself that over and over but it's not yeah but um Sometimes I wonder why they're revealing it so much now, because I feel like we're like in the end game for them. Like they they have they have to go all in, try to move us towards this one world type of government, try to move us towards this uh, you'll own nothing and be happy type of world, and they they're going all in. They're in the end game. So to me, more people have to wake up, but they have to do it quickly. And it's like just knowing it means nothing. Because they don't care if you know. Otherwise, they wouldn't show their hand so much. Right. Now we have to take action. So, like, knowing that the masks were a lie, that doesn't mean anything if you still wore a mask. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm just saying, like, if you're not taking action, if it's not affecting what you do, what you say, what you involve yourself in, then it doesn't matter because they're taking action. Like, right. they're showing it, but they're taking action. They're pushing the, yeah. the bounds. So to wake up and question is, like, we're kind of too late for that. If you're, like, still, like, questioning things and... I mean, it's obvious. They're lying to you. <laughs> like, I could point out so many ways. They're lying to you over and over for their own agenda. Now you just got to wake up. Like, yeah. the questioning is... It's fine. It's good to question rather than not question. But we don't have a lot of time to spend in... Maybe they're up to something. Maybe they're not. It's mm. like, they are up to something. So, just what do we do to get back our principles that we value? Yeah. That's just focus on us. Like... And thankfully, we're in America, and it's still free. Yeah. You know, like we still can do that. Florida's a great example of that. DeSantis, Florida's a free state, man. Yeah. Like, we're thriving in Florida like never before. And it's because we still have the freedom to implement on those principles and values. We're not following suit with all the government control that some of these other states are, like Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we they don't even have plastic bags here. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. In Walmart. <laughs> yeah, we were at Walmart today, and... Um, yeah, there's no plastic bags. That guy didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, he was not. He was like, I was like, you say you guys don't have bags? He's like, yeah. Yeah. I'll say yeah. He just didn't want to talk. Yeah. He's not that bad. It's not that bad. Like looking over his ear at the camera. <laughs> yeah. I love it, actually. I love it. I love handling all my groceries one at a time. Yeah. No bags. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That's, yeah. I, we, we use, I do, my, my wife and I, we use re- reusable pretty often. 
but it is nice to have plastic bags for picking up dog poop. There's nothing wrong with reusable. Like, yeah. if you want to do it, I just think that, is that really effective? Like, yeah. like you know what Completely I mean? Completely eliminating them. If, if it would be smart, is like, they just, like, pay more to use plastic or whatever. I don't know. It's it's just ridiculous. Is it that bad? Yeah, so we have junkies on the side of the road shooting up. No, plastic I mean, like, bags plastic, are the worst thing. And I, I could be uneducated because I just yeah. don't care about plastic. Uh, I'm sure they get into like the the waterways and things like that. I'm sure that there is like a pollution. But we aspect. throw it away in the trash, right? Yeah, yeah. So and they don't break what, down. Does it go from the, like like where we are? Like I said, we have the Crapalacia Mountains. That's yeah. the dump where all the trash goes, and they just I don't know what they do. They burn it. They whatever. Yeah. But it's on a it's on a hill. So all trash, plastic, not goes on that hill. It's not getting into the ocean. So like, how does it get into the ocean? Yeah. Well, actually, you know what's really interesting is, and I'm asking out of curiosity. It, yeah. I mean, it, does it, anyone know? Plastic bags do go in the wind. I see them in the trees sometimes when I walk. Well, yeah. You know, so do so do paper bags. And yeah. Any type of, but I think paper bags can break down a lot easier than plastic. Okay. I think that might be part of it. The interesting thing about the stuff that goes into the ocean, which everyone knows is straws. That's the one thing that's killing Why? all of our wildlife. I went, when I was living last year in Florida for a couple of months, we were by Cape Canaveral, by um, the Kennedy Space Center, and I would go and walk. They have a deserted beach for 14 miles yeah. and get a, a backpacking license to go walk. And so no one cleans it. No one goes on it. It's completely deserted. So I'm walking, and there's trash all over that beach. I believe it. Is it all plastic? It was shoes. It was. I asked because it was. we're not singling out trash. I didn't see I didn't see um, many straws and I didn't see many plastic bags. Mm-hmm. What I did see, which was really fascinating, is those balloons, like the party balloons. Oh yeah, I believe that because they're saw, floating away, right? I saw so many of those. That's there crazy. was more of those than any other piece of trash that was on. Yeah, we don't see any propaganda against balloons. I know, dude. It makes those, too many people happy. <laughs> it does, yeah, and they're like, uh, we know it's polluting. You can't our, make yeah. a replacement balloon, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, so uh, it, I don't know about all that, dude. I just, yeah. I all I know is like, get rid of straws, save the turtles. Yeah, it's like, I do knew. straws target turtles? Like it's like we found the most cuddly. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, where are the straws that are getting into the ocean? It's primarily. And how are they getting into the ocean? Primarily not coming in from the United States. Most of the trash in the. Yeah, like eighty percent comes from China and these other countries. It's third. It's developing countries. Yeah. So they're using things that they don't have a huge income for, and so they're using the cheapest, the fastest, the most available. The way to solve that problem is eliminate poverty. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Yeah. Capitalism, innovation. Capitalism and uh, charity. Yeah. So, like, nonprofits, right? So, we're trying to get the government to mandate us to not have plastic bags in Walmart. And the amount of money that they're spending on that, we could be using to donate to nonprofits who are well positioned to help these developing countries get out of poverty and have effective, sustainable solutions that would have 10 times more impact. Yeah. So, like, it's easy to But to, it feels good to say you can't have a plastic bag if it feels so. good and it's easy. It yeah. doesn't make an impact. It's just oh, easy. Stop. Let me What's hard is pulling someone out of poverty. 
Oh, that's uh, hard. Or out of addiction, dude. Who gives a frick about plastic straws? To be honest, like yeah. all the things going on in the world, you're alienating most of my audience right now. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, I don't really care, dude. <laughs> okay. They need to wake up and question things. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, I, I'm asking out of like I haven't explored this. I'm too busy exploring other things, other things that matter. But, but like plastic. It was just shocking to me to see like Colorado just restricted plastic. It's like we're not even near an ocean. <laughs> like, how's it getting to the ocean? For that's my question. Seriously, it's like, yeah. how is plastic getting to the ocean from Colorado? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we no have one knows. Um, certain people Maybe that like so. to migrate to the ocean and they bring a bunch of plastic with them. And they just dump it in. Migrate? Yeah. What? They're the great migrators. Oh, yeah. They migrate right to the ocean, throw it in. I think they drive a, a rape or RV. <laughs> yeah, probably. Go cross country, drop off. Their RV's just yeah. full of plastic bags. Yeah. Plastic bags and meth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the dream. Oh, but it's so funny because the people, honestly, this is crazy because the left, progressive, and I, I'm not even, I'm not trying to be left versus right, but just observing their positions which are not unanimous across the board if, if someone's left you could have a different position but largely the people who are in favor of legalizing drugs are also the people in favor of making plastic straws illegal mm. I think that's funny yeah I just I think that's that's weird, not, it's weird. I don't know what your perspective is on that because a lot of people say if you legalize drugs you're in the drug war blah 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 I think we should legalize both plastic straws and drugs just legalize everything. Yeah, Ultra libertarian. If you don't have a yeah, no, I, I yeah, had, like legalize cocaine, but yeah, <laughs> get rid of the straws. Yeah. These dollar bills, dude. There's gonna be some really angry drug addicts there. I know. Yeah. I wish there was a better process because um, I've I've seen a lot of um, just havoc that drugs do, and it's like I understand that. You know, yeah. that's bad. But then when, when one person's thinking they're doing one drug and they get sold a different one, and that's what we, we need to educate the people that, hey, if you're going to do drugs. All right, so I'll say I had a friend, a very close friend, um, and he he died because of an overdose. Mm. And um, it was tough. It was very tough. And um, and it was started because of a, 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 a hospital visit. And he was in an accident, started taking just regular what they prescribed him. Mm. And um, and then that led to this. What, and he wasn't purchasing fentanyl. That was not his intention. But what he got was that. And that's what killed him. And so if we had a place where you could purchase um, drugs that were like actually uh, verified and not... I could see where that would help. I mean, we're already... Well, he was addicted to pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah, we're so he already... Can. Right. He can yeah. go through a prescription. He can, but once you get addicted... You know. Yeah, but I mean that... Yeah. So then is the issue that they're not widely available through like a public market, or is the issue that a, pharmaceutical companies are prescribing addictive drugs? It's both. And profiting off of that. Oh, massively. I think both. it's more the other one, though. Yeah. Because if they weren't doing that, then there wouldn't be the second issue. Yeah. We wouldn't have fentanyl addiction. Yeah. Like, now it's wide. But, I mean, uh, was it opioids? Yeah. The opioid crisis? Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's the big issue. Like, we're focused on plastic and whatever else. And yeah, that's meanwhile, we have killing people. pharmaceutical companies making billions of dollars by profiting off of addictive drugs that are destroying people's lives and killing people. And they're exempt from the consequences of that because of government co-opt. Hmm. I mean, they're, they, just like the vaccines, right? You can't sue. In fact, you can sue. You could sue a pharmaceutical company for vaccine damages. I'm talking pre-COVID, by the way. I don't yeah. know, but the same thing. But, I mean, this was way before. But 
you're, they're not going to pay you out. They're exempt. So you're, you know how you're going to get paid? The government. The government. Tax you know how the government gets paid? Yeah. You. So yeah. you're going to pay yourself? Like, yeah. But why is why are pharmaceutical companies exempt from that? So is the issue? So some people would agree with me and say, yeah, pharmaceutical companies are the are the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because healthcare is is uh, capitalistic. So because they they desire profit, we have a corrupt system. So we need the government to take control of healthcare. I would argue that the checks and balances that come from really pure capitalism or don't exist in pharmaceutical world mm, because they're they're. They're just like with uh, student loans. It's all positive, no negative. Just colleges, right? Yeah. Same thing with colleges. The number one issue is the government co-opt, is the fact that governments are subsidizing these loans so you can get loans of extraordinary amounts because the government makes sure they happen. That's why the government's paused all student loans because they're from the government. Yeah. If they didn't do that, school prices would be significantly cheaper. Yeah. Because colleges would have to compete with each other to get people. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like... I see what you're the saying. issue is not capitalism. The issue is the involvement of government, which they would call crony capitalism, mm. right? The issue is that the government is involved Corrupt. in corrupting it because government corrupts things. This is <laughs> so you want the government to control healthcare and to control college. That's that's isolating the source of authority and power, right? What what is beautiful about capitalism is it starts with a person. Right. So this company, like a college, right? It starts with the person. Mm. At some point, it started with a person with an idea, an ambition to do it, a human being, not an entity, a human being. And then it grew from there. And then they provided a good product and they, they ended up profiting from that. That's great. But here's the beauty of capitalism is at any point if their product stops providing value, someone else can come in and take the, the business. Mm. You have choices. If, and, and that's, that's eliminated when government co-ops, right? That, that, that that's eliminated. But at the end of the day, if the government takes control of colleges, you have no choice. Yeah. What do you do with monopolies then? That's monopolies are illegal. Yeah. It's already illegal. It's the government. The government. Yeah. So there, there's a benefit to the government being involved at some level. Right. But when it's, when it's involved at the level of, I'm going to make sure I, that the government provides a loan for any amount, you know, so that I can go to college. Right. That's, that's obviously killing our, our college industry. Yeah. And um, same thing with pharmaceutical anyways. companies. When when we can exempt pharmaceutical companies from the damages that come from their product sold without knowing that that damage is going to occur, then that's not capitalism. Right. That's just the government. Just doing and that why? Because these pharmaceutical companies donate billions of dollars yeah. to the government through their nonprofit charity. Yeah, or PACs know, or however. Yeah. 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 You could track it. They They give it. To the, the FDA is don't is funded like by Pfizer, like, yeah, which is I mean, crazy. It's crazy. So it's like government gives you legislation, you give the government money. That's the number one issue is lobbyists, right? Lobby, yeah. lobbying should probably be largest, um, the most, the richest counties in the United States. It used to be all over the United States. There are in the the eleven counties that surround Washington D.C. Now. It's where the richest counties are. It's because that's where all the money goes. Yeah, it just goes right in. Yeah, uh, that's that's, right down that's the lobbying, right? It's the lobbying is probably the biggest problem right yeah. now. Insurance companies, pharmaceutical companies, all these companies. It's not pure capitalism the way it's designed. It's yeah. it's government collabing with business. Do you think we can get out of that? Is that possible? Not only with radical change. Yeah. The problem is that most people see the issue and come to a different conclusion, and they're trained to because our colleges. Um, 
have a lot of like socialist like professors tend to be socialist or tend to be communist or you know maybe they don't say they're communist although there are some that just say I'm communist yeah and they you can only believe that if you don't live in the real world so I'm like in college in general I've always felt like I don't really trust the professors like I, I went to business school mm. and it was really hard for me to sit through a business class listening to uh, opinions on business with someone who's never run a business or been part of one. Hmm. He just learned what was in the textbook. So therefore he who controls the textbook controls the education and it's not actually, it doesn't matter whether it works in the real world. Like, so that's the biggest issue. And that's, that's happening with economics too. You can train, you could teach people economic theories on socialism all you want and it can sound really good, but you have tons of data and evidence of it's never really worked. Right. Like it's never worked. And so you can point out little minor, minor examples of maybe like healthcare by the government working for a really small Scandinavian country. Right. And also, I don't really know, does it really work? I, you know, I, all right. I know you is what make, people talk you about. You make data say whatever you want. Exactly. In, in any aspect. Yeah. But going back to logic and common sense, people being free to start businesses and, and succeed in that business only if other people deem it's a product worthy of their money hmm. is a beautiful thing. It's a be- and it's, it's actually biblical. I do believe that. I believe that God gave us freedom of choice. And that's that we, by definition, we should have the choice and we should have the freedom to take the route we desire to take. Mm-hmm. Right. And we could take a bad route or a good route. People can take corruption or they can use their their talents to give back. But that freedom is key. Restricting that freedom is is satanic in my opinion because that's what that's what a socialistic government is a communist government it's just yeah. restricting that freedom and saying the top is going to control from the top down right and then you don't have a say like you don't want to be in that the, well and you're living in fear then at that time because living it's, in fear yeah I mean we, we had a we simulated that. a taste of that mm-hmm. now again America wasn't that because I didn't wear a mask and I'm right. still here right but imagine if I didn't have that choice Imagine if none of us had that choice. Some people didn't. Canada. Man, or New York or California. Um, I did go to California. That's the only time I wore a mask because it was not like you could not do anything there. Really? They weren't going to let you. Yeah. So, yeah. That's wild. I don't know how we got off all that. Plastic bags and then here we are. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... That's really interesting. I know you said you kind of got into conspiracy theories um, back in 2012. How'd that start? Like what, what was like the entry point into that? Mm-hmm. Cause I think with conspiracy theories, it starts the tugging on the, the ball of unraveling and thinking through things and starting to look outside the box, which yeah. is super great for, um, you know, critical thinking. Yeah. And I'm not saying that any conspiracy theory is true, but it makes you think outside of the normal yeah. This is how it's supposed to think. This is how you're supposed to think. You start thinking outside the box, which is... Well, there's a, there a quote from... We watched Truman Show Okay. the other night. You ever seen it? Yeah. Well, is that with... Uh, Jim Carrey? Yeah. You seen it? I have seen it's it. so good. Where the, he, it's, it's deep. His life is on... It's like a camera uh-huh. or a TV show, 24 hour, but yeah. he doesn't know it. Right. And everyone else is an actor around him. And uh, the main like guy who created the show, because he's been in there since he was a baby till 30... And he's starting to question things. He's starting to notice the inconsistencies in the world presented to him until it leads him to want to get out, you mm-hmm. know? And the guy who ran the show told him, it was like, don't worry, even though he knows it's fake, because once he realized it was fake, um, he's not going to leave because people accept the reality that's presented to him. Mm. And, and I think the question was actually, why do you think he hasn't questioned these things? 
yet. And that's what he said. Cause people accept the reality that's presented to them cause it's easier cause it's better. And he had like a comfortable life, you know, he had a wife and, yeah. and, uh, but it wasn't true. And at the end of the day, it could be comfortable, but if it's not true, we will be unsatisfied. And, but I think that that's an insight into a lot of what goes on in the world. I mean, that's Satan is a deceiver. So he wants us to get comfortable with a reality that's not true. I think we see that a lot and, and it's easier. Honestly, it is like I go through phases of my life where I'm not going to research and question it. I just want to live life. Yeah. I get it, dude. Yeah. And I'm honestly, busy. sometimes that's two better. Girls. I got things I got to do. You should just live life, yeah. but you should not accept what, what's told to you because like, I mean, it started in, to, to answer your question. I, I was in high school and I don't even know, maybe 2010, I think. Yeah. And, uh, I don't even know what it was. I think I saw a music video of a rapper because I was into hip hop and it was like creepy. I think it was Jay-Z or someone like that or Run This Town maybe. I don't know. I don't know. One of those. And it was just like they were all doing tribal stuff and like had the fires and there's like skulls of goats. And I was just like, this is weird. Hmm. And I was like, does no one think this is weird? Like this seems like evil kind of like and it had nothing to do with the content of the song that it was, was just yeah yeah it was like just it's like content of the song was money girls all that stuff that's normal in a hip-hop song and then the music video was like a ritual hmm. and i was like what is what's going on here so then it led me down this path of like jay-z illuminati mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it started the <laughs> the the you can't uh, say that you can't say that no you can now everyone yeah. talks about it but yeah. back then it was not it was like fringe mm-hmm. this is 2010 so this was 13 years ago but kanye too was a part of it and rihanna and all and then yeah. that led down to the new world order the denver airport conspiracy um and like I remember watching videos that they were saying the new world order is going to be instituted in 2012 and that like they'll be knocking on your door and they have a list of people and if you're conservative they, they know that they have the data to track this is 2010 dude they have the data to track that and they've categorized you and they're going to take you to these FEMA camps like I, I was into all that 2010 I was up at night thinking about until 3am watching these videos on YouTube on iPod <laughs> or iPhone or whatever yeah I think it was the iPod you know, the iPods? Yeah. iPod and Touch or whatever. I was yeah. freaking out, dude. Yeah. I was like, dang, they're going to get us. Like, <laughs> I was freaking out. So I was like, when 2012, and then it, the Mayan apocalypse too. Yeah. So all that was like, ah, oh, they're going to use that to institute a new world order. Like, I was yeah. all in that. And uh, and then like 9-11, that was a big one. When I found out about that, I was like, blew my mind. Um, the conspiracy theory there. Yeah. And I even presented on it. Um, in a speech class at college. In a no college way. Class. Yeah. So I did, we had a speech class and I was dual enrolled. So I was in high school at the time, but I was with college students. Yeah. And the first one you did was like a persuasive speech or something like that. Or no, first one was like a questioning speech, like just bringing up two sides. Yeah. And I did 9-11. <laughs> and I think the teacher was like mind blown. Like she was just like, and I think she was liberal too. Yeah. Like she, I don't, I don't, I don't know how she felt about it. Yeah. But then I, I got a good grade on it, so that was all right. That's good. Um, but then I did one on Coney, and like. Yeah, that was huge. Coney twenty twelve. Remember oh, that? Yes, and I do. And it was do. completely fabricated. Yeah. And that that one, everyone's like, yeah, that was fabricated, but like, because it wasn't a government thing, I guess. But yeah. It's like, they're slow to say that about the other things. But then I did one on abortion. Ooh, this one again. Your haters mad about. The, your your audience. I said haters. Your, yeah. your audience mad about your haters. My, my audience. Haters. Yeah. Well, I did one on abortion, and I'm not gonna be like uh, gentle. I can or not not gonna be like sugarcoat it. But I just 
said like this is the history of abortion this is why it's wrong this is why like just going to the science behind it and it was a persuasive speech dude that riled up that class really yeah man like afterwards you had to field questions and people were like one girl was like i have a question you're wrong <laughs> i was like all right why good question She's like, because it's it's just like a clump of worms in there oh, okay and i was like that's not true at all yeah. like is that all you got? like can we just be honest about like i know you want it to not be true yeah but it's not a clump of worms and and it's not a clump of cells like it's just not it's and what other world the clump of cells like what is a clump of cells like yeah that's a term we invented to justify abortion like there, yeah. that isn't a thing so all that being said that's I'm crazy into that but then the teacher gave me a, it was a killer speech she gave me a c uh, and the reasoning was so off. It was like, I remember evaluating it with my parents and being like, I got a C on this. I got an A on every other speech. Cause I, like, like I, I enjoyed yeah. speech class. I loved breaking it. And, uh, and it was purely, I think because she disagreed with my, which is crazy for a speech class. Cause you're supposed to bring your perspective. You're not evaluating the subject. You're evaluating right. the delivery. And she evaluated the, the subject triggered her so much. She gave me a C. Wow. That's the first time I, the C for cancel. I, was, I guess I was canceled <laughs> before anyone else. This is like First 2011. Canceled. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's wild. Yeah, man, so I've been you, on this Do you while. think... Um, this is just a thought I had randomly, but Y2K happens. Do you remember yeah. that? I, I mean, I don't. I was five. But it was a big... I, I know about it. Okay. I mean, you got two thousand. You got 9-11 that happens after that. It's it just... it. We start... I'm just... It, growing up, I have all these things that happened that were supposed to happen one way or... And then kind of have been twisted you yeah know? it's just fascinating yeah like 9-11 i mean yeah it's it's really interesting do you believe it was an inside job uh i look at all of the loss of personal freedoms and you wonder like with the patriot act yeah it's really in the war on terror when there was no real weapons of mass destruction it's really interesting and the the fallout and the amount of uh innocent lives that we uh americans have killed yeah and what the about amount world of trade center seven kids that well i don't know about world trade center tell me building that wasn't attached to the twin towers that fell at the same time really Look it up, dude. Look at I'm not even gonna explain it, but Pentagon stuff too. Like if you look at Pentagon, uh, and the 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 way that it hit multi bit trillions of dollars that they couldn't account for the day before, and then and the fact that the owner of the Twin Towers like upped his insurance policy and made billions of dollars off of the destruction. Yeah, like there's a lot of weird there's stuff weird stuff with it going on. I'm just saying, like I had this thought with uh, I was talking about this with my friend about or my old room. Lincoln, who was, we did the Tim and Lincoln show, the daily content, all that stuff. Um, he, he said something about um, if 9-11 would have happened with the way the internet is now, would we have gone the direction that we went? And he feels like 9-11 and COVID were similar events, but with 9-11, we didn't have the internet at the level we do now. Yeah. And so we as Americans just went along with the government as opposed to... That's true. That's opposed to like now, we were a lot... We had a lot less, more access to information. And we saw a lot more stuff. Like it was a lot easier to get that's information. True. So one, like in with, if it would have happened, every every aspect of that would have been filmed. If 9-11 had happened in 2020. Yeah. You know? And so, Everybody. Yeah, we would have had film from inside the building. Yeah. That's crazy. Inside we, the building. People would have taken Instagrams and Snapchats, yeah. live streams on the plane. inside the building. 
that's uh so i it's just interesting to think about that the crazy thing is a lot of that information was online just no one it was fringe it was yeah. the fringe and it was not accepted it was just yet. out there like if you go back there's people who were doing radio programs and, and not oh, podcasts yeah. but web streams yeah. about all of this well i went to church and um we had a friend in our church who was a 9-11 denier and um i remember talking my dad talking about it, he's like i i don't know and I don't know if he's right or wrong, but I'm just not. It's something I can't get caught up in right now. There's other things I'm dealing with. You, know? you? Um, your friend. My dad was saying that it oh, was a guy dad. at our church who was a 911. Oh, okay. Denier. Your dad so was we saying he doesn't know. He, my dad's like, I'm not sure about the 911 stuff, but it's not something I can get caught up in right now because there's so many other things I got to do. What about flat Earth? Where are you? <laughs> right? You know, it's like that's the same thing. It's like I that. I can't. No, I'm not a flat earther. Yeah, not a flat earther. I listened to a flat earth podcast like 11 episodes really? on a trip just to just to see what their argument was. Because honestly, flat earth is so bizarre. Yeah. I can't understand how you could be flat earth. But I'm, and I, I, I question things. But again, I'm, I'm not, I don't question things just to question them. Yeah. That's where I, I'm not, I just question things that are illogical. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I'm not going to just go with the flow of it. And that's honestly to the smallest little rule at like a movie theater. If it doesn't make sense, Start I'll tell them, like, so why do you, this doesn't make sense? You know? Yeah. Like, why do you do this? I, I just, I don't like rules that don't make sense or being forced to do something that literally there's a better way to do it. Yeah. Um, or just not lines up. Flat earth. I mean, I never question. <laughs> Flat Earth is one that's like, no one is sitting here and going, they're lying to us. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. There's a lot of people there. But you think it's just They're like doing that. it because it's now they have all this information online. Hmm. So Flat Earth is the same thing with COVID to the other degree. Okay. Flat Earth became a thing with the advent of the internet, hmm. like becoming a thing. So like if it wasn't for internet and people being able to share all these conspiracies and YouTube videos and stuff, no one would really question it. And that's probably why it breaks down for me because nobody was questioning whether the earth was flat or round from like 1500 to like 2015. Right. And then now the internet and it's like, yeah, but it doesn't line up. It's too big. It's too big of a conspiracy it, and it, there's no gain. Yeah. Like, so with everything, with everything else, when I question these, like, what's the gain? What's the outcome? If if all these elites, so to speak, are partnering together to facilitate this conspiracy, to what end? There has to be a payoff for them. But why are there 11 Catholic churches in Antarctica? 11 Catholic churches in Antarctica? <laughs> that's just one <laughs> Antarctica, yeah. That's, well, they, they, the Flat Earth would say Antarctica is a firmament around... Right. Or not a firmament. I'm sorry. It's an ice wall around the Earth. And right. the Earth's a circle. And that it's not really at the bottom and we can't explore it because if you explored it, you'd realize there's a firmament and all that stuff. Right. I don't believe that. Yeah. I just, it's, uh, there's too much out there. Like with the technology is so advanced. Now I will say I'm, I question the moon landing Mm. because logic, why can we not get back to the moon? Our technology is so much more advanced than it was back then. Are you telling me they could go to the moon with that archaic technology and we can't? Yep. With Elon Musk being able to l- launch a shuttle and land it right back in a precise location on the water, he can't get to the moon. That, that is fascinating. That doesn't make sense. Again, but that's you can see the question is natural there. Yeah. It's not like forced. It's just like, and if you have a good answer, I'm okay with it. But most people don't have a good answer for that. Yeah. Because they say they lost the technology. 
Is that really what yeah, they say? Yeah, they say they lost the, the blueprints and the technology. That's why they can't do it. Seriously? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> they say that NASA lost it and now we can't find it. Like, are you yeah, kidding yeah. me, dude? Even if you lost it, with our technology, you could do it in a year. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. Tell me you lost the technology. That's weird. You got people floating in a space station right now. Yeah. You can't get to the moon. <laughs> what the heck? So, there, that, and that, a lot of flat earthers use that as a prompt to say that's because we can't get to the moon because the moon's beyond our firmament and so we can't break through the firmament because, and that's why they did Operation Whatever It's Called in the 60s where they shot nuclear bombs in the sky. They were trying to break the firmament. Really? Yeah. So, they have, a, I listened to, again, yeah. studied this, I listened to this. Um, I just, it's not plausible to me. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun thing to, for me to throw up and ask people, but yeah. that's about all I know about flat earth. Not flat earth is. What I about mean, hollow? I can't believe I gave that much time. Hollow earth. Have you heard about that? Mm, there is hollow? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and there's giants that are running. Oh, is that like the Nephilim? Caves. And is that, would the biblical like, perspective be that's where the Nephilim are locked? That's, yeah, and there's like. Uh, Under the Euphrates River? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that? I've not seen that. Okay, so in like Revelation, it says the Euphrates River dries up. Yeah. And then I saw these like YouTube videos like last year. The Euphrates River is driving up. It's drying up because it is drying up. Yeah. It's like slowly drying up. But like then it's like the I think there's a Bible verse that can be interpreted that the fallen angels are locked under the Euphrates River. Oh, interesting. And so these videos are like, <laughs> I can't believe people. These videos are like going to the river where it's dried up and there's a cave <laughs> and you hear the <laughs> and it's like obviously edited. Yeah. But people are like quoting Bible verses in the comments oh, like revelation. Classic. It's happening. It's happening. I love I'm just that. like, man, that's, I'm not on that. Like yeah. I question things. It's like that's, some QAnon stuff too. Yeah. Oh, QAnon dude. Yeah. Tell me about that. Oh, I can't stand QA. It's such a it's such a scam and a distraction. I remember, like, all right, um, when it was happening because I I voted for Trump twice. If y'all didn't know, I voted for yeah. Trump. Hate on me. Go ahead. But go the, I I voted for Trump twice because am I going to vote for Hillary or Joe Biden? No. Um, I vote for Kanye. Bad mistake. <laughs> Still stand by it. Hey, I mean, yeah, you're not Jewish. Twice I voted for Kanye. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, but QAnon was like a complete scam. Hmm. It, like from the beginning, it was a distraction because they were pushing COVID, right? They were pushing all this real stuff that was taking people's rights away that we should have been fighting for. And meantime, there's this whole conspiracy that Trump is working with like these secret generals and, and the FBI yeah. Yeah. and they have all these pedophiles that are all the liberal politicians and all the celebrities and they're pinpointing them and, and D-Day is coming, like delivery day is coming we're going to take them out all in one fell swoop. And I was like, this is so, I just didn't feel good about it. And I'm, yeah. I, I believe that there's elites that are, that, that are completely corrupt. Oh, yeah. And Epstein is proof of that. Yeah. There's tons, like Bill Gates and, and um, oh, I said Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Clinton, all the bills they are they went over to Epstein Island. Yeah, multiple. That's times. it's so obvious that that's. But also Republicans too. Oh yeah, yeah it's my, the Republicans. Uh, there's tons of terrible Republicans. Yeah, doesn't matter like your affiliation. What matters is who's in your pocket and who yeah. has blackmail on you. And there's a lot. And this is a this is like a declassified. It's uh, Operation Honeypot. Okay. Declassified CIA operation from the '60s where they would get people on drugs. They would then get a prostitute to go and bring them into the room and have sex with them, and they'd be watching through the through the oh, walls. Oh, two-way mirror. Yeah, through yeah. Two-way mirror, and it's just blackmail. Yeah. And so you do that. You've, it's a 16-year-old girl. Guy doesn't know. Boom. You have blackmail forever. You slept yeah. with a 16. That's what they do. And then you could control them. So you not only do you pay them money, but you say, this is going to get out and destroy your family. It's going to destroy your career. It's going to destroy your legacy. You're going to be arrested. Yeah. 
All right, I guess I'll do it. So that's how they do it. But that's that's obvious. And I'm trying to remember what oh Trump QAnon. Mm-hmm. So but the, but to take it to that degree, right? Where it's like they're all pedophiles. Yeah, in a way, but it's not like there's some truth probably wrapped up. There's in some the, truth in it. In but the, the idea <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of truth in the darkness that goes on with that sexual stuff in Hollywood and like that's definitely true. Yeah. I've seen have you seen the parties they do where they have the witch come on and do this Hollywood party and Will Ferrell's there and they eat, they eat these cakes that are like bloody children and like they no, put blood on the I've wall? I've seen that. You could go find it on Google. It's not hidden. Right. It's like, it's right there. She's she's a witch. She's the one who um, mentored Katy Perry and Katy Perry went out into like uh, some European country and lived in the woods for a while. Oh, wow. Naked. And you can, Katy Perry talks about it. This is the witch that comes and throws these Hollywood parties. So, I mean, like, that stuff's obviously there. But what QAnon was terrible for was they said, there's some corruption. We all believe that the elites are corrupt. So let's just pretend that there's this false victory coming that Trump is in charge of and that he's our hero. And, like, dude, I have to all conservatives saying Trump's like our Lord and Savior. Yeah. And it's so, it's this Trump cult of person. That's why. I voted for Trump because he does get things done, but I really don't like the MAGA culture. Yeah. It's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah. It's bad. But it's just like, you got, it's like what's presented to us again, and that's the two-party system. But here's the crazy thing about QAnon. What really woke me up is during the Soviet Union, when the communist government took over, right? So you you know the Soviet Union. And the Bolsheviks and the... Yeah. At that point. After that, right. Okay. So the when when there's a revolution and then there's a a power for control, mm-hmm. right? So like keep in mind when the so when the Soviet Union Union came to power, communist Russia, um, there was a vie for control. It wasn't like everyone there was communist. There right. was capitalists, there's democracy people. They all wanted control. The communists won out because they had the working people, which is the majority of the class. But when they came into control one of the things they used to pacify the people who weren't communist was they created this story that the vying, the opponent, um, the guy who represented them, the anti-communist guy who was yeah. vying for control, had a plan to take out all the communists with a secret group of generals. Oh, wow. And that the day's coming, so just wait. Oh, wow. And it was used to pacify the people as, as the communists are taking over. Wow. And then it never happened. In fact, that general, those generals turned on them. And so the generals were never in favor, and it, and it was just used to pacify them. Wow. So by the time they woke up to that, it was too late. They'd taken control. Yeah. So and that's, that's what QAnon 2020, when I realized I saw that, and I was like, dude, that's QAnon. Yeah. That's literally what they're doing. They're trying to pacify us to say, we don't have to do anything. Trump's going to do it. Trump's, but this is all going to be fine. So just sit back, relax, eat your popcorn, watch as Trump does it. He's got a plan. Yeah. And of course it never happened because it's preposterous. Yeah. It's just, there's no logical Garbage. reasoning to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of people fell for that. A lot of conservatives oh, yeah. did. It highlighted, yeah. and, it, and it, it, it abused a good desire. Yeah. A desire to see corruption, like this, this evil stuff going on with Epstein and all that. Yeah. To see that eliminated. But it was illogical. And so it preyed on good desires and then leveraged your foolishness hmm. to, to go into it. So how do we walk in discernment and wisdom? I know we got to wrap it up, but um, how do we, how do we get there? Like what, what, cause there's so much garbage out there. There's a lot of, uh, propaganda coming from government, coming from yeah. the internet, coming from just people who want to see chaos. Right. And there's different factions at play. How do you walk in discernment and wisdom? Um, well, it starts with transcendent truth. 
right? Which is to, for me comes from the word of God. It comes from, from our creator, um, from my savior, Jesus Christ. And that transcendent truth ends up applying in every way in your life. So it's crazy the amount of things the word of God answers, even though it doesn't directly address it. And so for me, it's dedicating myself to the truth of our creator because at the end of the day, that wins out every single time. Like we have all these theories that, you know, man, a man can marry a man and have a good life and, and, um, and have children and all of that. And it can be just as good and effective as a man marrying a woman. We have these ideas that, um, you can become any gender you want and you can train, change your biological makeup and it will be fine. You have ideas that, you know, whatever that that's those are the ones that come to mind because those are the cultural issues of the day but at the end of the day i just see time and time again that god's order wins out most of the time and and in those ways and in other ways and so if you get your principles from a transcendent truth then your principles can stand the test of time and your values can stand whatever comes your way because at the end of the day if you have to figure out what you believe on every single issue freshly every single time you'll never keep up. So I think the reason, like what you were saying, was they kept pumping information out there. They kept pumping information and it was too much to try to figure out. Well, I think if you have transcendent values and principles, then you don't have to figure out each issue. You just line them up whether they they align with your principles. Mm. So wearing a mask didn't align with my principles. Like even if it helped a little bit with removing transmissions, I'm not going to partake in you forcing everybody to do something against their will that's as at a government that's just a principle that's the free i believe in the freedom of the individual and i believe that comes from god i, I truly believe that comes from the lord because he believes that so much that he endured much pain and suffering of us choosing our flesh rather than him to the point where he sent himself to die on the cross for us that's how much he valued our choice he valued our choice so much that he was willing to go through all the suffering for us and rise again so that we could then have the ability to choose him right he didn't force us to be robots and choose them. So that comes from a godly principle, right? So I know that sounds crazy, but that's where, like, yeah, the, the value of the value of human choice, freedom of choice, is, is a principle and a and timeless value. It comes from the Word of God, and it applies to whatever scenario you throw at me. And because they'll twist everything. Oh, yeah. and, and so for me, it starts with the Word of God, and then it starts with also um, thinking about things. Like, don't just phase through life. Don't coast. Don't... Don't um, just accept the reality that's presented to you. Sometimes it's right. Sometimes it's not, right? So don't always question it and don't always deny it, but don't always accept it. And if you have values and principles that, again, I believe if you go to the Word of God, whatever situation you're in, the Word of God's truth will end up affecting you in a way that will transform you for the better. I, I believe that 100%. I believe that the gospel is true, that we all sow to the flesh. We're born in corruption. And we all have trials and tribulations that are brought upon by sin. Whether it's our sin or someone else's sin, most of our issues come from sin. All of our issues actually come from sin. Because someone sinned and it affected us, or we sinned and it affected us and others. And the cycle of sin continues. And the only way to break that is by what God did, by sending himself to take on our sin as Jesus Christ, as a man, fully God, fully man, die on the cross, taking all the punishment that we should have had so that we could then be free from sin and then rising again on the third day, the resurrection, that's the key. It's the key to everything. We just celebrated Easter. The resurrection Ishtar. is key. 
because with the resurrection, we have victory over death. So not only do we get to be free from our sin and the consequences of our sin, which I 100% guarantee you, if you were free from your sin, you'd have a better um, reaping. You would reap better fruit in your life. Um, But you also get to partake in the victory over death that Jesus partook in. So one day, death will be defeated, and those who are in Christ will be able to walk in the victory that Jesus raised himself on. So we get to be raised with Christ, and that's why it says, you know, for now we'll be humble, right? For now we'll go through suffering as Christians, right? You won't agree, people, like you said, won't agree with, they maybe will hate what I say. That's fine. I, but I, I can't just change what I say if I believe it's true to appease someone who I think needs the truth. Like, I, I believe that anyone who disagrees with truth still needs the truth. Mm. Like, and it might offend you, but maybe one day when you realize where the end of all your searching goes, that will come back and have an impact on you. And God will use that to regenerate your heart and, and be born again. And honestly, that's the solution. It, the solution to all these issues is that more people will come to Jesus. Because when you come to Jesus, it transforms your whole life. You end up doing more good works. You end up helping people more. You end up sowing to the Spirit. You end up having more peace, more joy, more compassion. And you stop prioritizing all the things that you desire, that your desires are just a product of the sin that came before you, right? Like, you might have questions of your identity, like whether you're a boy or a guy, right? And those questions probably came from sin that impacted you in some way, right? Those questions probably came because you have insecurities that came from either your parents' sin or someone else's. And at the end of the day, true freedom doesn't come from embracing the sin and continuing the cycle. It comes from being free of that. And that's why God gave us that opportunity. And we don't even have to do good works to do it. We just have to repent and let go of ourselves and our selfish desires Mm -hmm. and come to him, know Christ to be transformed forever, one day be risen in victory. And then we get to praise him because it's not from us, but it's from him. We're not, bra- we're not bragging on our ability to be better. We're bragging on his ability to save us despite ourselves. Mm. And that's a beautiful truth. So, again, you asked me you know, how you have principles and values. At the end of the day, I'm going to give you the gospel because that's it. Like, I'm, I'm kind of tired of not sharing the gospel because that's everything. That's it's everything. And, like, I have a family that I love. I have daughters um, who are amazing. I have a wife that's amazing. And we, we are pushing to have a healthy family that will last generations. Where I'm not going to partake in the cycle of the world. Like the Bible says, the, the current of the world, right? Because I've seen where that leads. It leads to divorces. It leads to uh, affairs. It leads to abortion, killing your children or letting, leaving them to, out to dry. Those things are, that's the current of the world. I believe that using godly principles, you can have a healthy family life, healthy personal life that will lead to a healthy family life that will last generations. And man, what a beautiful, I want that for more people. I want, like, I was telling you about the, the people I shared the gospel with, the, the kids. I, I That night, I didn't tell you I shared the gospel. They didn't come to Christ, but man, they were intrigued by what I was saying. And I saw it open up, and that one girl was a Wiccan, so she probably hated Christianity. But she saw that I didn't judge her. I just wanted her to know true freedom, and there was only one way to get there. I'm not going to pretend like you can find freedom the ways you're looking for but I want you to have freedom so bad because I know what it feels like. And so that night I was burdened and I prayed all night. Like I was just, I wanted to see her come to freedom because her, her dad had just, her dad had killed her mom and her mom committed suicide. Right. And then her grandma didn't want her and her aunt abused her. And man, the pain in her life, 
that she's seeking solutions for. She'll never find them outside of Jesus. She just won't. And I want her to find them because that's how you break that cycle of sin. You can't control what they do, but you can control if you're going to continue that cycle. And so that's my truth. That's mm. that, that it starts with the gospel and then you love others. Like you have a true love for others. And like, so anyone who would hate on me for what I said today or disagree, like, I want you to know that if you were with me, I would show you love because I understand why you disagree. I get it. I get it. from your perspective. I 100% get it. It doesn't mean I think I'm going to change what I believe because I believe it's true. And I believe you should come over here. <laughs> you should come over and be in this truth. I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to judge you for not doing it, but I am going to declare it to you because if I'm not, then, then I don't truly believe anything. If I believe this is true, then I have to declare it. And it, it, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't. And I think people appreciate and respect that. And I wish more Christians would be out front about that mm. because I think they're afraid for the same social pressure that made you put on a mask makes you keep your mouth shut about the gospel and about truth. And really people just respect when you stand for something. Yeah. When you're authentic. Yeah. People appreciate that. All right. But there you go. Dude, that's, that's cool. A, that's well, Danny, yeah, your truth is Jesus and nine 11 wasn't real. I'm so thankful you came on. But I, I don't, I don't necessarily. Believe I'm joking. That. I'm joking. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just wrapping it up yeah. here, but no, no. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll try to do a part two. Um, if we can at some point while we're here, but or we could just do a part two and make it the same. <laughs> just like nighttime. We've been here all night. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. What, where can people find you if they want to plug it, plug into what you're doing? Uh, Facebook. I mean, I'm not really, I will say I, uh, I have been strongly considering starting a YouTube channel and just sharing thoughts called Danny talks about it mm -hmm. and just share thoughts. I have, I've had a lot of thoughts built up over the years that I've not shared with a lot of people other than just people who I talk with one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. And, uh, you I know, just have need to release those. And I feel God leading me to, to use that. So maybe at some point, if you go to YouTube and look, Danny talks about it. I think I have a channel right now called that. So you could look it up at Danny talks about it, but there's only like one video about fasting. It's a short, <laughs> <laughs> there's like how good fasting is for you yeah. and your body. So, so good. All right, folks. We could talk about more stuff later. We'll catch you on the next uh, Timmons podcast. Peace. Woo.